0: From the roosters.
1: Two weeks ago in driving rain and awful conditions, our mighty Cox took on the Auckland Warriors and kept him to nil. Well, it was Magic Round in Brisbane last weekend, and we're expecting the same kind of magic. Well, I think if you ask the boys, and we will today, our special guest, Silky, they'll say it wasn't their most proud performance, and maybe not a performance they're happy with themselves. But our boys went up to Brisbane for Magic Round and did not get the chocolates against the Cowboys. We were outplayed, and let's just say it wasn't our day at the office. Coach Robinson talked about not adapting to the conditions. We're not going to talk about it too much more. Six again, play on I Say Silky and welcome to Roosters Radio fans as we build towards taking Penrith, our boots included
2: with this weather, at the recording of this podcast. Silky, welcome to Roosters Radio this week. Thanks very much, Bush. Yeah, the dark clouds formed over Suncorp there on Sunday afternoon and a bit of hail um, and it washed away our chances there on Sunday. (laughs) Uh, there's not a great deal to say except that we are. Well, there was one shining light. There was one shining light, and that was Billy Smith. And we're getting him on the show today because, uh, you know, we, we've got to know Billy quite well. He's a local in the eastern suburbs area. We see him around a lot, and just to see him. Get back into first grade, but the performance that he had, he had about eight tackle breaks. He was a clear standout for the Roosters, Mm. so happy to have a chat to Billy and and get his thoughts on uh, what went wrong there on uh, Sunday afternoon. Well, Silky, we talked pre-production in the show about getting a bit of an insight to Billy,
1: what he's been through. I think what's not only impressive is his performance in the field, it's the way he's come back from injury after injury after injury. He's done two knees and his foot. Um, so you know, we did talk about you're going to ask some really key questions. I think it's a real great insight for our fans to get to know Billy Smith, and uh, yeah, he was a shining light. There was a couple of players last week that made a good account of themselves, but I would say to you, look, let's call it for what it is. It wasn't our day. It wasn't a great day as a Roosters fan. And move on to the Panthers as you know, games come and go, with ones we wanted to win, but unfortunately we didn't.
2: Look, I'm not here to make excuses uh, on the performance, but one to. thing. Well, one thing I just want to probably point out is if you look back at, since uh, Anzac Day, we played on the Tuesday, the boys jumped on a flight the very next day over to New Zealand. They've had a day off there, then they've gone into a, playing a, a tough game in terrible conditions in New Zealand. They get up the next morning, jump on a plane, then go over to Brisbane. So, look, like I said, I'm not there to make excuses, but it's a pretty tough road trip. Whether that had anything to do with um, what was dissed up on, on Sunday, that's not for me to say, but I just think it's it's worth mentioning. Um, well, that, worth, may, that, worth may, mentioning? that may have had a bit of an impact on it. Yeah, as a fan, what's worth
1: mentioning is uh, you know, their kicking game was a bit better than ours. We
2: we're a bit outplayed. They were uh, disciplined. It's it's once again Bush a few disciplined it's it's the ball handling and, and, and spilling the ball and, and piggybacks. All those I things. I'd I'd hate to uh or, well, I shouldn't say hate, I'd I'd love to know what's been said behind closed doors this week, but you know, as you always say, Bush, we're by the fans for the fans. The fans aren't happy and uh, look it would be remiss of us not to kind of uh, echo that sentiment. We got to echo the sentiment. We don't want to sugarcoat it. We want to get
1: behind what's going on. And mate, we want to be real on on yep. radio. And um, you know, you made a few good points there. But look, outplayed by the Cowboys, and, and good luck. They got the two points we wanted. But I think we need to really uh, look to this week's game against Penrith Silky. And I think, um, you know, it's going to be really interesting. I say it all the time the tactical changes, the thinking behind where Coach Robin's taking us next. Because, you know, Rob always takes us on a, a journey through the season for the first few rounds. I think he's going to do that. Looking forward to seeing Billy play out there on on Friday night uh, up at the Riff. And uh, certainly I'll be sitting
2: there um, at home, Ugg boots intact. It's going to be a mouthwatering Connors. Penrith have lost two on the trot. Um, so they wouldn't be very happy. Obviously, they're not the Penrith that they have been no. uh, the past couple of seasons, but, yeah, our boys need to turn it around and turn it around quick. Um, you know, some of the I think, we're the second lowest when it comes to scoring tries, and, and it just doesn't seem like it's clicking, so hopefully there's been plenty of work done uh, across the road at Kippax Oval this week, and uh, hopefully they turn it around there on, on Friday. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think it's through
1: lack of work. I think, uh, you know, it's
2: just, got oh, to, I don't think just so combinations the, have got to click, and, yeah. uh, and the chemistry's got to get there. Well, you're on Roosters Radio, and when we come back, we'll be talking to the one and only Billy Smith. Well, Roosters fans, when you think of our young Rooster stars
1: of the future, i tell you what, Silky, the centres are safe with this man at the helm. We are certainly enjoying his company on Roosters Radio today, as we have over the years. What we most enjoy, though, is just that tenacious nature. He's had plenty of setbacks. We're going to talk about that in this interview. He was a shining light in last week's loss to the Cowboys, and I think he'd be very happy with his own performance, as a few of the players were. Would you please welcome to Roosters Radio this week, Billy Smith. Billy, welcome.
0: Thanks, guys. appreciate it always.
1: Mate, uh, you know, from the area, you know, Roosters fans are, you know, so proud. We say this to Victor as well. We kind of wear a bit of a heart on our sleeve. When when blokes like you run out in the field, it's, a, it, it's it means a lot to us, you know, and you're representing the whole area. Just on last week's game, uh, you know, you were out there. It wasn't probably a performance from the players' perspective. Uh, they were happy with you personally, played well, but how did you find it and how would you describe it?
0: Yeah, bittersweet, obviously. um Really disappointing result. Uh, I said it after the game. We had a we had a really really good week leading into it. Um, we obviously spent the week up on the Sunshine Coast, um, which is always good, spending a bit of time with the players and the staff. And yeah, to kind of dish up that performance was was super disappointing. But yeah, no, it was really good to be back out playing there with you know with the boys, with the guys. I spent a lot of time with some of my best mates. Um, so mate, on that on that side of it, I really enjoyed it. But um, yeah, we, we we need more in terms of performance wise.
1: Billy, speaking of performance, um, you know, Silky's going to touch on this uh, a little bit further in some questions, but you seem to come back, mate. You're really, really ready to play. I know the amount of work that's gone into it. Did you adjust your style or have you, you know, done anything? Just because you threw everything at it.
0: Yeah, I think, you know, I was lucky I had a couple of weeks in in reserve grade to kind of warm myself into it, um, which would definitely help the confidence, but. um, Mate, yeah, I guess I, I, I prepared really, really well for for last week. Um, I, I spent a lot, a lot of hard work and hard hours in the gym, on the field, um, preparing for that. So I, se- I felt super confident going into the game, and I just wanted to literally you don't know how many games you get to play for the Roosters. So uh, my mentality these days is every, every game's your last. So yeah, I, that's how I try to play each and every week.
1: Yeah, and as fans, you know, we 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 hated seeing you do the, the knee again, and. Can you describe how that felt for you? You'd spent so much time getting ready and played amazing and then all of a sudden you have the injury. How did it feel at that stage? And then Silky will take from there.
0: Yeah, it's been a bit, it's been a bit of a rollercoaster over the last few years, obviously. Um, with the most recent uh, ACL, well, just over nine months ago now. Um, it, yeah, gut-wrenching. Um, bushy, obviously, um, you know, you spent so much time rehabbing these things. So for things to get unstuck and for it to do again is, you know, it's, it's, it's heartbreaking. But... um Mate, to be completely honest, you—I've know, spent um, these last nine months have probably been my biggest growth as, as an individual and a football player. Uh, I can probably go into so many different things that, that I've done, but um, if I look back on the last nine months, it's it's benefited me a lot. So, mate, yeah, again, I'm just happy to be back playing footy again, taking it week by week, not trying to get too ahead of myself, and just yeah, enjoying each day, attacking each day as it comes.
2: Billy, I'd like to just touch on, if you don't mind, kind of you know, it's a word that gets banned around mental health, but in footballers' careers. It's only, it's a a very short part of of the whole of your life and when you kind of grow up and you're a footballer and you know what you want to do, to have those setbacks, not once, not twice, three times, it must really knock you about. How do you deal with it, like from a mental health side, there would have been some dark times, no doubt.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's, there's dark times throughout the whole process. Um... For me, a really good thing that that, that kept me intact, silky was um, just perspective. Perspectives have been a big thing for me over the last over the last few years, but over the last nine months in particular, uh, my mum's always pretty good at keeping me in line. She'll always say, "You have yeah, forty eight hours to sit on it, then after that." get up and move on you know what i mean there's people in a lot worse positions than i am you know there's people starving out there i'm all right you know i might have, might have had a had a busted knee but um in the grand scheme of things i'm i'm all right so um i guess that that side of thing uh always helped me a little bit but again it doesn't make things any easier there's some dark dark times um but again just the um the thought of playing for this club they've they've given me so much so I'm, my real motivation is paying back Robo Nick, those sort of guys who have trusted me and given a lot of faith in me.
2: Honestly, to hear that as a Roosters fan, like I'm just smiling. You know, Put the, the game on tomorrow. I suppose one of the aspects that people don't see behind closed doors is the rehab side. And I know that one of the things the Roosters, or probably most of the rugby league clubs do, but you have a training partner. Do you want to just share it with the fans, what that looks like?
0: Yeah, well, obviously I was lucky enough to um, – to, I'm not lucky enough. I shouldn't be saying that, but um, <laughs> I, fortunate. I, yeah, enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I did. I did my knee the same day as Satili did. So um, we we got to know each other pretty well over the last uh, nine months, which has been pretty cool. Again, it's it's weird. I mean, with all my injuries, I've randomly had um, partners throughout the whole thing. You know, with my I remember my, my second, my first ACL, I had Ryan Hall back in the day, and yeah. then, you know, with my foot, I had Suali and then now, obviously, with my most recent knee, I had Dills yeah. So mate, yeah, it, it helps to, yeah, massively because. You're constantly comparing yourselves to one another, wanting to push each other. Yeah. And, mate, to be honest with it's going to show. satilli has been uh, outstanding since he's come back, um, which is awesome. I, I love, you know, obviously you grow a pretty special bond having spent so much time together, seeing each other go through the things you went through. To now come out the other side and, and play the way he's playing, it's, it's a real credit to himself.
2: Well, mate, I, I want to take you back to round one when you yourself and Satilli joined us up at uh, Artie's, and we're talking about the recovery. Satilli said July. I think you were, like, around about the, the same time. So till he's back, what, a couple of weeks ago in late... It's April. Later, uh, mid-April. You're already yeah. back. So that, that point about pushing yourself at training, I'm really kind of keen to learn more about that. So you're not part of the training group with the rest of the 30-odd players. You're just kind of by yourself, right?
0: Yeah, so for the first oh, first three months, you're just in the gym pretty much. You're not even on the field. You're just kind of training, doing weights. Um, and me, me and Dills were, were super... There's also another young guy called Rob Toy who did who, who's done a little bit with us as well. But me and Dills in particular... Um, we, we tried to nail the, these nine months and we tried to get as much out of, out of it as we could. We're quite tall, skinny dudes, so we, we try to use those first three months as a real good building block to just get the gym in and put a bit of power and a bit of size in. And then from that, yeah, three to three to seven-month mark, you're kind of starting to get on the field and starting to run. And then I guess it's just about, yeah, you're away from the team um, and then you start drip-feeding yourself back into it as time goes on. But, yeah, for the first six, seven months, you're not in with the team at all. You're just kind of doing your own thing, which is why it was so good to have deals there because we were just constantly able to just push each other and and do things that you wouldn't have done on your own.
2: And and what does that look like? Are you just texting each other each day going, I see you at the gym and how 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 do you pull up? What does that kind of look like?
0: Yeah, we we created a little group chat We had a little group chat Saying, oh, I'll meet at the gym at 8.45 tomorrow morning That sort of stuff Um, But as I said, yeah, the first three months We were just literally We were in um, the old facilities in Demountables Just every day Just We try to get five upper body weight sessions in a week um, that was probably more for me and Dill's aesthetics than anything else.
1: <laughs> <Yeah. but> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're bump,
0: bumping up five kilos
1: ready <laughs> just coming off summer. It
0: wasn't so much about the knee at that point. <laughs> it was just about getting that rig intact. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got to do
1: that. Keep okay, up the Instagram profile. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you come through all that and you know you're ready to play as, as uh, Silky alluded to. You know you were both both looking to come back around July. You come back so early. What do you attribute the early return to?
0: Um, to, I give a lot of credit to uh, Adam Bentley who does a lot of our uh, long-term physio work or rehab work, sorry um, He's been awesome with us I mean, I've obviously spent a great deal of time with him over the last few years But just, he's been such a good um, uh, stabiliser for us Just never getting ahead of ourselves, always keeping it within um, And just going back to work on a day-to-day basis, checking in I, A lot of the work, hard work's been put down to him
1: Got a great nature. He's the chief medical officer at the Paddington Colts, by the way.
0: Yeah, yeah, mate. He's been awesome for me. Um more yeah, he's just been great to have there. Just you know, as I said, there's a lot of dark days and just to have someone there who knows what you in a little way what you're going through and um, just to have him there was, was, was really, really cool.
2: So take us back to that first game a few weeks ago for the Bears. Yep. Preparing. Like What's that kind of feel like? Are you th- are you having negative thoughts, or are you just focused on what you have to do on the on the weekend? Because I, I'd imagine there's so much going on in your mind, like you're probably having doubt. Like what what's going on there?
0: Yeah, there's all that. There's there's moments of you know excitement, moments of doubt, moments of being scared. Mo- hey, there's so many different emotions that go with it. But um, you know, I, I've I've actually been I've been looking at a lot of the Kobe Bryant stuff over the last few months since since my injury. Uh, this one in particular. And he kind of, he makes a good point when he says, um, once all the work's been done, I try to just play freely. Uh, let the hard work that you've done over the last few months manifest itself and try not to think about it too much. So I kind of adopted that mentality going into my first game. Just kind of once Captain's Run came around and all the details were there, just to kind of let my mind be free, go and play footy. It's what I'm, it's what I'm paid to do. It's what I love doing. Um, and so, yeah, that, that was kind of the, the mentality I adopted and tried to approach going into the game.
1: Billy, do you have someone that you lean on um, you know you know all have mentors and know the value but is there someone you to is it coach Robinson or, or someone else within the club that you turn to just for that mental side to sort of you know just give yourself that little boost of confidence or that touch of positive energy or the reassurance of who you really are uh,
0: yeah I mean I think within this club there are so many people who you can go to a lot, a lot of our leaders are, are really are real good. They're really good at understanding what young guys like myself got go through. You know, guys like Jazz and Teddy and all those guys who've had in dealt with injuries and all that sort of stuff have just been over. It doesn't take a long twenty minute conversation; just a quiet word, just say hey, like just how are you going, mate? Yeah, I'm I'm going alright, and just to check in. It, it goes a long, long way. And then obviously Robo and guys at the top have just yeah, again they've put so much faith and um, loyalty into me. So when you speak about motivation. Those guys are my motivating factor of getting back in the field and playing good footy again.
1: Yeah, and just some fun little facts now. How would you feel if you um, you know run the ball up at training and accidentally clipped Jared Weir-Hargroves on the chin and he gets up and says, I'm going to crack you, bro? <laughs>
0: <laughs> how do you respond to you that? You what, I, actually, I saw it. I, saw it on the, I didn't hear him say it on the field, but I saw it happening on the field and I kind of saw the look in his eye. I thought he was going to crack him at one point. Oh, so, I uh, think
2: we all did. <laughs> I, I, was, I,
0: I was scared for the bloke, so I, I can't imagine how he was
1: feeling. <laughs>
2: Mate, when the full time whistle blew there uh, last Sunday, look, it wasn't the result we wanted, but your own performance—I guess a sense of relief that you're back playing first grade. You, you played a, a good game. Bush alluded to that. How did it feel coming off the field? Bittersweet, no doubt, but like just the fact that you you got through a game.
0: Yeah, I mean, obviously, again, bittersweet, but it was yeah, it was it was a nice feeling. I had all my family. My family flew oh, good, up. Good. We are supposed to keep it under wraps, so I just kind of told. Um, yeah, my intimate family just said, "Listen, guys, keep under wraps. I'm playing this weekend, so they all flew Mate, the up. whole of eastern suburbs are
2: your by, 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 by
0: the end of the week. It's, it's a small, it's a, it's a small world around here. But, um, but yeah, so they, they they flew up on the." Um, on the day and they were all there and it's you know these these injuries over the last few years doesn't just take a toll on me it takes a toll on my family as well yeah. so my mum hates watching footy as it is you yeah, watch right. one game a year so for her to be up there watching the games just to give her a hug at full time uh, knowing that i'm okay was was a really nice feeling
1: that's a great story yeah it's a great story billy as a player magic round is a, is a great concept for league fans we get to sit on the armchair and uh you know yell at the screen and tell you blokes how to go better which is a really easy job to do with a beer in hand but how it feel as a player? That that whole weekend—it's a bit of a carnival, bit of a festival. Everyone talks so highly of it. Um, you know, how do you find it as a player?
0: Yeah, well, this was my first match again actually, because last yeah, I was injured last year. But um, it was cool. We obviously spent the week down at the Sunshine Coast or up at the Sunshine Coast, should I say? Sorry, and that was cool. We we're kind of out of the hub of it, out of the thick of things. And then on captain's run, we kind of drove up to Brisbane. You know, captains run there And then stayed the night At the hotel in Brisbane And it's a bit weird Like you're kind of Going down to your team room And there's You know the Tigers players Right next yeah. to you So it's a bit of a weird one But what? mate it's cool It just fanatical footy fans which is awesome you know it's what the game's based on and um, it's just cool to give back to uh, yeah again it's just a good football weekend
1: it's it's a real rugby league heartland up there isn't it
0: yeah it is I didn't realise it but it's uh, just footy 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 up there it's unbelievable
1: now for 80 minutes you tear each other's face off and that's what your job is and that's understandable and the amount of contact and and the skill level is incredible when you see the Tigers players in the room and, and you know you're not coming up against them, is there a little bit of friendly banter amongst the boys and there's quite a few friendships?
0: Well, yeah, a lot of the boys know. Like, obviously, Teddy was at the Tigers and there's there's so many different connections um, between the teams. So a lot of the boys know each other.
2: Yeah, of um, course.
0: Obviously, I, I've just been at the Roosters my entire life. So I'm quite <laughs> – I don't know many people outside this club. But, yeah, mate, everyone's friendly. Everyone gets along. So it, it, it's cool meeting new people from, from, you know,
2: different walks of life and different clubs. Now, Friday night, we take on the Riff out there at Penrith. Historically, it's a tough place to win. Um, They've had a couple of losses themselves, so they've been licking their wounds. I think it's fair to say it's not the Penrith that has, you know, the the Penrith of the last couple of years, but um, plenty of areas we need to improve. What do we need to do to win there on uh, Friday night?
0: Um, Yeah, it's such a good opportunity for us to kind of go back and, um, yeah, we've spoken about a few things this week, just going back to our Rooster style. Um, I know Robo touches on it a lot, but there are there are a few things that we kind of let slip over the last couple of weeks that we really just want to hone in on and and, and bring home. Um, and uh, yeah, there's no greater challenge than playing Penrith than Penrith, regardless of um, you know their previous results. They have Nathan Cleary and Jerome Luai in the halves. Um, any team with with that halves pairing are, are going to be dangerous. So for us, we are we're super super excited to get to go uh, to go out there and play um, on a personal level as well. I love I love those games, just playing on the. On the, the biggest big stage. stage Yeah on the biggest stage Versus the best players So um, yeah super pumped
1: Billy really a couple of fun facts uh, For us Are you uh, reading any books At the moment of interest Watching any Netflix A few things like that The fans uh,
0: know. I was actually talking to Rob About it just walking back From field just before But yeah I've just finished A book called The Alchemist Which is cool Oh deep um, Deep yeah, oh,
1: how I, I know
0: I know I've just um, I've just bought The the of mentality book um so Don't i'm pretty keen to give that, one. that a read at some point yeah we'll wait and see
1: and mate what are you uh what are you cooking what are you what are you, are you looking after a rig like that what are you what have you got some lean chicken <laughs> it's, a, it's a secret bush you can't give
0: away my <laughs> details too much no no just 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 grass-fed beef mate that's all breakfast lunch and dinner
2: well mate we really you know wish you all the best not only friday night but with the rest of the season we want to see you finish this season continuing to play as well as you did there last sunday best of luck on uh, Friday night, mate, but best of luck with the rest of the year and thanks for joining us on Roosters Radio. Appreciate it, boys. Thank you. Thanks, Billy. Thanks, Billy. Ah, Welcome back to Roosters Radio and Bush. Eight o'clock, Blue Bet Stadium, Penrith. The Panthers taking on the Mighty Chooks. How
1: do you see it? Really, really tough game, Silky. But if I can say this, I'm really happy now. I mean, I wasn't happy losing last week to the Cowboys. But going into Penrith, I'm happy coming off the back of a loss because I think the boys are going to be really up for it. And I'm going to
2: call a Roosters win. Roosters 20, Penrith 18. Tight one. Look, statistically, um, they've got the wood on us, Penrith, and they have for a number of years. I think um, I, I can't actually remember um, in, in the in the short time recently that they've that we've had a win against them. Well, I know we we're unlucky up there last year because I I was up there Good watching them in driving rain, but. Look, um, there's some really key matchups. I think the halves has got obviously the key with yeah. uh, Joey Manu and Luke Carey. Let's just hope they can, you know, find some chemistry there. Uh, and then in the forwards, Brandon Smith, Mitch Kenny. I think he's got the wood on him. But the one I'm really looking forward to, and it's fair to say, he's been our best player consistently. I think each and every week. Lindsay Collins up against James Fisher-Harris, just bashing each other. I I saw Lindsay outside as we were preparing for the the podcast with that big zipper that he's been sporting for a couple of weeks. And, look, he's been doing some tough carries. um, And, and, you know, he's trying his guts out, as they all are. But I've been really impressed with Lindsay's... um, Performances uh, this year. Mate, he's become the new
1: forward leader, and, and it would be remiss if we didn't say that. You know, he's really putting his heart in his sleeve, and he's also putting plenty of blood on his sleeve each week. As you say, he's carrying the zipper onto the field. Uh, it might seem in headgear soon because it just keeps opening up, but can't wait to see Lindsay dominating the forwards. And I think it's going to be uh, a game we're going to have to play up the middle. I think we're going to have to dominate in the forwards to beat a side like Penrith. We're also going to have to frustrate the halves. But the beautiful thing about being armchair critic, mate, on Rooster's Radio is we get the good job. Yeah, exactly
2: right. Look, one thing that I have noticed. Um, in past matches against Penrith is their ability to just strangle the life out here and they build pressure. And if it's, I think it's fair to say that's one thing we haven't been doing uh, consistently this You're year. So saying it, yeah. the Roosters need to build pressure, try and get repeat sets uh, and try and win the game that way. I think if we can do that, uh, that'll go a long way uh, to seeing us putting in a, a much improved performance and hopefully taking away the win. And I'll, I'll predict the score now. Bush, I'll say Roosters 14 Penneth Six, a you know, low scorer.
1: Well, I've got to tell you, Silky, on behalf of uh, some great information, Intel, we got, uh, I'd say bring back the double lead.
2: <laughs> bring back the double lead. Well, that's it for this episode of Roosters Radio. We want to thank our very special guest, the one and only Billy Smith. You've been listening to Roosters Radio East to where? East to play the game, they play it hard and fair. East
0: show you